0: hello hello everyone. We are live here um and we are behind the book once again. I am Judah Bernard with the rise creating your voice and we are live here on the sad and we have a great author who is writing by Winifred. want her to come on ahead and join come on ahead and join. Come on ahead and join. Come on ahead and join. Hey, how you doing? How is everyone? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I am Judah Bernard with the Rise Creating Your Voice podcast. I am the Wisdom Dialogue and the Motivational Warrior. And just trying to get our special guest tapping in. Um, Has a great book that's out. Just waiting for her to come in. Hi, everyone. Come on in. Come on in, come on in, come on in. We have a great, great little short show today, but we're gonna give it our best and push forward. And we're waiting for writing by Winford. Let me ask her to come on in right quick. She said she was coming in writing by that shit. I'm just gonna tap her in right quick. Um, it's a great day to be here. It's eight o'clock p.m. in the DMD area. Um and just want um you guys to know that we're still here um thank you for all of the love the support of my followers, my supporters you're my the risers so i'm I'm looking forward to seeing each and every one of you um someday um It's gonna be a big big event probably in twenty three or twenty four so we'll be looking out for the risers and we're just gonna be doing some great things um I tacked her in. I don't know where she is at this particular time, so I'm trying to see exactly where she is. Come on in, Jennifer. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? How is everybody today? How is everybody today? Oh, she's unable to join. No. Try it again. Let's try this again, since she's unable to join. How's everybody? How's everybody, everybody? Let's do that again. we gonna tag her again and see if it works. Um, like I said, I am Judah Bernard, AKA JB, with the rise, of your voice. Podcast, we are here to discuss, an author and a writer, just published a book, and I think it's very important for us to hear about this book. Waiting for her to join. Maybe we should have joined on her Instagram. I'd be thirsty a lot nowadays. I'm telling you guys, even in this cold weather, hydrate. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. That's important. Just continue to hydrate. Um, I'm not sure why. This is not coming up. Um, confused? Yes. Um, right, brother. For yes, refreshing. It is refreshing. You probably heard. Oh, it's still saying she's unable to join. Oh, what should I do? Oh, there she is. She joined here. So okay, here we are. Let's do this. I know I can do this. There we go. Maybe this will work. Let's see. Hey, there you go.
1: <laughs> hello, hello. How are
0: you? I was like, okay, I'm getting worried a little bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was weird because the live flashed and then it vanished, and then I couldn't see it anymore, so I had to go hunt for you. I don't know, IG's been kind of doing its own thing.
0: <laughs> how are you, Winnie Fred?
1: <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. TGIF, how about yourself?
0: Yes, it's been a great day today. I- so glad that today, kind and now it's water time. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> water time. So we want to go ahead and get started. I invited um, writing by Winifred. That's her Instagram name on here. She and I had a definitely great just dialogue about this time last year. I want to say, and it was about a toxic workplace. <laughs> And only to see that you know what I shouldn't even say it. Let me introduce to you guys what she who she is, and that's writing by Winifred. She's an HR professional. Also, she has a Winifred podcast too as well. And it's on Anchor. I've been doing my research. So she's been <laughs> flourishing as we took this year hiatus from talking to each other. Come on in. Um, so I'm excited for her to introduce her survival guide for the workforce and on to you Winifred just tell us a little bit about this whole thing and then we'll go into questions because I want everybody to hear it from you versus him from me go ahead
1: sure (laughs) okay my name is Winifred and as you said I'm an HR professional Um, originally that is not the industry I was in I was in healthcare, and I was kind of realizing that the work environment was toxic Uh, No matter where I went, it seemed like there was always somebody going through something. And it wasn't until it hit me directly, until I was having my own crazy work experiences that I said, you know what, I need to figure out what's going on here. Like, what's going on with HR? What are they supposed to be doing? And I did my own research, went back to school, got my master's degree in HR. And um, I felt like, okay, now I can be the change that I want to see. So I wrote a book called The Toxic Job Playbook. And it basically talks about specific instances that I had personally, as well as things I learned along the way, things that I learned from leadership, things I learned while in school. And it's really to motivate people to get out of a toxic space. For some people, they may just want to fight back against the system. For some people, they just want to go ahead and quit. Um, and it's, it's different for everybody. Like I know some people who will say, Oh, nobody's going to run me out of a job. You know, nobody's going to bully me out of a job. And if that's how you feel, that's cool. Fight the system. But when it hinders your mental health, um, nothing is worth that in my opinion. So I actually have the book here with me. It's available. (laughs) (laughs) It's available on Amazon. There's the paperback as well as the ebook. And um, I'm really excited about it. It's been very well received. A lot of us have been through it and may be going through it right now. So that's a little bit about
0: me and about this book. And I think that is just an an awesome idea, being that we have the turnover, the executive order that got signed by Biden about including diversity, inclusion, equity, um, inclusiveness, and all that stuff, the DEA executive executive order. and being able to just have some type of playbook of knowing, are you in a toxic work environment? Because some people are, what's, what's the word I want to use? Um, complacent, and they'll just go with the flow. Um, I think I'm like like you, a toxic work environment is just that. Um, when you're feeling uh, underused, under underrepresented, um, and also, just sitting there, and they know you can do well, but they don't um, push you to the next thing. So, I, I, I love the, the the a sound uh, uh, a survival guide for the workforce because we see that. Because trust me, a couple of times I was drowning in the workforce. I'm looking like, look, how am I better than my boss? That part that part. So I want to make sure that we understand, not saying that every every time you're better than your boss or you can see more things than your boss, not saying that not the work environment, but then again when your boss is start belittling you, um, start doing different things, and just start, um, for the good word what people use all the time is bullying. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. So yeah, we want to
0: help that. So, I know we have a lot of people on, and I know you guys have questions, but I have some questions for you. What part of the book did you have the hardest writing?
1: <laughs> man, oh man, oh man. The hardest part was probably going back to some of my personal stories. Um, I've had so many, but I include just a couple towards the end of the book. And some of them I can look back and laugh at. But some of them really were triggering to me and brought me back to that place of negativity. So that was definitely the toughest part for me to kind of sit and reflect and write the story. Well, not story. I mean, it really happened, but to write it in a way where, you know, I didn't name drop. I didn't name organizations. Of course, I didn't name people. um, But the people who were there... I wrote it enough to where the people that were there will yeah, know, you know, <laughs> if you know, you know.
0: <laughs> and I me, it's not calling people out, but the thing is, some of these toxic people know they're there. To. And they like, they really don't care because they have either leadership behind them or they have a group or friends to develop, to kind of level it out. So it's very difficult sometimes. But we'll go on to the So I know I asked about what part was the hardest to write. What was the most difficult part of your writing?
1: Hmm. The most difficult part? I guess for me, it was the layout of the book, I would say. Um, because I was going back and forth with how I wanted the book to go. Initially, I was gonna write a fun—not fun—but I was just gonna kind of make a a book that was loosely based on my experiences. I wanted it to just be entertaining, and it was just gonna be kind of a way for me to get it out my system. But when I would talk about toxic work toxic work environments, um, you know, there's a lot of negative emotion there. So I was like, you know what? Let me keep it real in this book. So I wanted to figure out how to incorporate my own experiences with useful information, like there's actually information in here, you know, it is very much a guide where I'm talking about different ways that you can communicate with people. Sometimes HR ain't it, you know what I mean? And I have a chapter, that's actually what it's called, sometimes HR ain't it. So I talk about, you know, who else you can talk to, what else you can do. Um, I talk about what is a toxic job, as you stated earlier, you know, some jobs are indeed toxic and other jobs, you know, you just don't like it because you don't like your job, that doesn't make it toxic. Just because you personally don't like your peers or your manager, that doesn't mean it's toxic. Um, So to kind of find a way to add all these different components, personal stories, guidance, um, support, just figuring that out. That was probably the toughest because it is a book that touches on so many different subjects. And I wanted to do it in a way that it wasn't confusing, Um, that it was you know there is a little bit of entertainment there but it also can really help people
0: and one thing is I know you talked about I know what inspired you because you were in a environment and things like that so do you feel that um kind of writing in this journal this book this playbook was some type of spiritual or therapeutic piece of it
1: absolutely and explain to me why Never in a million years did I think I was going to write about something like this. Like, I love writing, I love poetry. If you follow me here on this page from time to time, I'm exciting poetry, I love fiction. And when the idea came to me to write about toxic work environment, I was like, man, don't nobody want to write about that, you know. But it really just kept coming into my spirit like you need to tell your story. You need to share this information you need to let people know that it's not okay that they're going through these things and that there's a way out of it and there were just little notes that i would jot down and i would tell myself oh nobody wants to read about that but then i would keep running into people that would be telling me these situations and when i would tell them mine it was just such a powerful thing that I knew that this this was just meant to be. I had to go ahead and execute on this vision that I believe God gave to me because this was the last thing I probably ever thought I would want to write about.
0: Right, right. And in, in that writing, you mentioned um, you know something that you thought that you would never write, but in that, how do you feel after writing it? What's that feeling like after you've written it and now it's out? everywhere on ebook amazon and different places like that what's that feel like?
1: it feels really good it feels really good um i still can't believe it sometimes <laughs> like because i've been talking about it for a long time i want to say it was maybe even a year um, or so that I just kind of was talking about it, talking about it. And you know, when you hear people say that they're going to write something, but you never see it, Mm -hmm. you're just like, okay, girl, you know, but when it finally was done and I could actually hold it up and, you know, put the link in my bio and to hear people who read it um, and told me that they really found value in it and that they appreciated it. It feels great. I feel like I I understood the assignment. (laughs) And I feel like it's also only just the beginning because the way that the workforce is now and a lot of people being, you know, held accountable for their actions. A lot of people are in the spotlight. You can't just go treating people wrong all willy nilly. So I think that it's a great time for a conversation. And this book is very much a great piece to be a conversation starter.
0: So definitely want you guys to pick that book up on many platforms. Um, And I know you have other books too as well, right?
1: I do. So I have another book. It's called blame the manager. Uh, It's an ebook. It's actually pretty short. It's only 299. And it just talks about leadership and better ways for leaders to communicate with their team. I was having a conversation with one of my friends and, we were just kind of talking about how managers or supervisors, there's a lot of things that are out of their control mm-hmm. that they oftentimes get the blame for. Cause it's like, well, you're the manager, you know, you figure it out. And I feel like there are certain things that, yeah, you can blame a manager for, you know, maybe not communicating properly. Right. Um, but there are other things that you probably shouldn't blame the manager for. Um, but there's a way for leadership to communicate with their team to where the team can understand, you know what I mean, what's going on, giving updates, making sure that people understand their roles and responsibility, making sure that people feel like they're being seen and heard. So it's very short. And it just talks about different things that I learned through my experience um, in leadership where man, they were coming down on me hard. Um, And I had to figure out how to learn you know, my team learn their love languages, so to speak, um, to know how to effectively communicate with them and let them know, like, I'm on your side, I'm doing the best that I can. And uh, so that's that. And that's available on Amazon, ebook only for that one.
0: So that's Blame the Manager also the Toxic Job Playbook. Are there any things in the future coming up for you, writing by women?
1: Oh man, I'm really excited for what's to come. You know, I have so many ideas. I definitely want to get back to fiction because I feel like that is my area. I, I never thought I was going to be writing about something like this, but since I am working in human resources now, since I have started my own business, it's still very much in the the new phase. Um, helping people with resumes, you know, I enjoy that. Helping with interview coaching. So, I just wanna to continue to i guess write things that will help people in the world of work because we all have to make our money, we all have to make a living, and I believe that we should be able to do that in a healthy space right. um so, I definitely want to keep you know catering to this topic as well as getting back into the fun stuff uh with poetry and fiction and all that good
0: stuff so okay yeah. I think if if someone who uh, author or want to become a writer what some advice that you can give them become a um, a new author
1: wow what advice would I give them I would say first that you can do it (laughs) you can do it I think that if you know exactly what you want to write about jot things down never throw anything away Even if you write something and you say, eh, that's not it. Like, you know how in the movies or in the cartoons, they'll write something, they'll ball up the piece of paper, throw it in the trash can. I say save everything because you never know. You know what I mean? Like save, save things. And I would say definitely do your research. There are so many different ways to go about it now than traditionally, you know, you wouldn't be able to self-publish so easily. I went the Amazon, Amazon route. Um, I did it back in 2016 and I did it again in 2021 and it's gotten so much easier. There's so much information, so much assistance. So for anybody that wants to write a book, I say go for it. Um, it's very possible. There's resources available to you and people are really helpful, like getting on apps like an Instagram or a YouTube or a clubhouse or what have you. You can definitely tap in with people who have done it. Um, that don't mind giving you great advice so if you feel like you have it in you to write go for it some of the most amazing books that I've read have come from people who traditionally weren't writers people that didn't you know study English or journalism they were just people who had ideas and decided to execute so if you have a subject that you feel passionate about go for it and um, you know enjoy the journey because it is (laughs) it is a journey
0: and I think some people get kind of scared because they think of the idea of writing. I know some people use ghostwriters, too, as well. And I think most people need to really, really know that you can. there are many ways avenues in which you can get your book published or ghostwritten or do something like that. Just don't be afraid of your ideas. Put them out there and go with them. And then, you know, you'll have a successful book. Um, before we leave here, are there any other things If you want to discuss, as far as any questions we have in the audience right now, I know just want to be very brief because it's behind the book and I know it's 8 o'clock, people are winding down and people are doing other things too as well. So I just want to make sure that we recognize you and uh, the the Toxic uh, um, Job Playbook, Survival Guide um, of the Workforce i want to make sure that people know about blank manager too what are some of the other things you're doing
1: um well if you don't mind i was gonna maybe just read a tiny bit yes go ahead. um just a little just a little something, little something. That's a little something just a blur all right so i'm going to actually be reading from this chapter it's called you don't have to commit mm. this isn't a marriage
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: all, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. oh you took the offer and you got a better offer elsewhere send a kind email stating your decision to move forward with the other position or maybe you start the job and it isn't what you thought it would be what do you do you make your way out of there devise a plan and move on so many people think they have to stay for a while because they made a commitment but at the end of the day your commitment is to you Look out for you, because they won't. Even the most amazing organizations will tie you to the train tracks to save the business. That's just the code. So when you're ready to go, just go. Just do so respectfully. In fact, the sooner you leave, the better. Keep applying to other positions and interviewing, even after you've agreed to come on board. Complete new hire orientation and complete a week or so in your position. But you should feel free to go at any time. It's a job, a stepping stone, not a lifelong commitment. So... That's just a little, <laughs> a little piece.
0: <laughs> so, what I got out of that, just go. <laughs> Regardless of the fact you're on board, oh, you can start applying elsewhere. Uh, because the thing is, I think they will realize what your actual value was when you do leave, when they can't replace you, especially if you're a great worker.
1: Absolutely. And um, I conducted a survey actually before I even started the book. I was like, I wanna, I wanna talk to the people, see how they feel. And I didn't even think I would put it in the book, but I actually did. I went and I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. I put the results to the survey yeah. um, in the book because it was very interesting because I wanted to know um, how people were feeling. So over a hundred people completed the survey that I created myself. And there's a specific question about how long it normally takes for a person to realize that the work environment that they've signed up for is not for them. Um, so it says, how long does it take for you to realize a certain job slash work environment isn't for you? And the most results said that they figure it out from one, I'm sorry, from a one to three months. Mm -hmm. So in that first three months, that's prime time. Okay. That's when a lot of people are realizing, okay, I can stick this out or they're like running, ready to run for the Hills. So I feel like, Hey. When you realize it, because the other option, the second largest option was actually um, at least six months. So anywhere from one to six, I would say, you know, that's prime time. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, give it at least a year. Mm -hmm. Honey, no. They said three months.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're way too deep. You need deep now. (laughs) And I don't know if you saw me. I said about two days. (laughs) Two days. Two days, you pretty much know what's going on. So, uh, it's like that sometimes. But I'm just glad that you did stop by on the set of the Rise Creating Your Voice podcast. Make sure you tune in to her podcast too. That's W dot I dot N dot F dot R dot E dot D. on Anchor. So make sure you see um, we're the first podcast too as well. Also, we're uh, talking about the Talk toxic Job Playbook. It's on ebook. it's on Amazon, and also Blame the Manager, too. So we're just really, really thank you for stopping by on the set. I know this is going to be a little short, because I just want to make sure that we get this out of the worldwide. wide. Um, if anybody want to play this back, it will be on Instagram and in Podbean, too, as well. And I will send her a copy, too, as well, so she can post it to her anchor when. I'm um, for a podcast too as well. So I thank you for joining. Thanks for and, having And me. is there anything else like big you want to leave these people that are here or saying words of wisdom, words of kindness?
1: Um, well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you te- checking out the time uh, to have me back. And I would like to thank everybody who slid through. Um, Much appreciated. And say no to Toxic Jobs no for you could mean leaving no for you could mean you know you're gonna stand up and fight no could mean so many different things but you know say no to toxic jobs a toxic job is never never okay um i understand you need money i understand you're trying to build your resume you got things that you need to take care of but it's not okay and the more that people stand up for themselves the better you know it's because so many people keep quiet for reasons that are understandable but you know the more you you suffer in silence the worse it's going to be because that gives people the green light to continue with toxic behavior so that's just what i want to leave with everybody say no to toxic jobs it's never okay fight the good fight uh i champion uh healthy workspaces for all and um i'm just gonna i'm just gonna leave it at that i appreciate you so much
0: oh you're welcome and healthy work and as we leave here, you know what we always say here at the Rise of the Voice. Make sure you go see us at www.theirwise.live for all of our um, archive videos and episodes. And we'd like to thank everyone for just tuning in. and joining. Like I said, we'll drop um, next Sunday. And again, we will give uh, Winifred a copy too, as well, so she can drop an anchor as well. So we're going to say tell a friend, telephone. Spouse, hey, tell everyone we have more behind the books coming and also January 18th. We'll be dropping good audio on the Rise Creative Voice podcast. So, therefore, live studio audience. So, make sure you go ahead and hand in that email address so we can send you the, the link, meal to your email address, join in uh, starting January 18th. All right. See you later, and thank you at Writing by Winfrey, and we'll see you guys later, okay? Bye. Bye.